The hair on my arm stands on end with a buildup of static electricity. Before I give it a second thought, the whole world lights up like a massive disorienting camera flash, blinding and deafening. I don't have any idea where the lightning bolt hit, but the thunderclap booms simultaneously with such power that the ground shakes. The ozone smell created by the lightning strike permeates the air, burning my nose. The close call does nothing for Haley's confidence. She nearly faints, and it's purely reflexes that make me grab her before she falls. It takes several deep breaths and a shudder of my own to shake off the shock. Come on, Hales, get up there now, I shout when my heart finally starts beating in rhythm again. Haley's face remains as white as our home jerseys, and she can't even reply. She reaches up timidly and positions her feet in the roots to begin a slow climb. I stand immediately below her to catch or push, if necessary, but she manages to scale the bank with the help of the sycamore roots. When she reaches the top, J.C. and Katie stop their anxious pacing long enough to get ready to help her to solid ground. While she finishes the climb, I begin. The raindrops multiply in size and frequency, striking my bare arms, heavy and cold. Once Haley is safely up, a near-blinding downpour is on top of us. My height is ideal for climbing, and I scale the ladder of tree roots with little difficulty. Thunder rumbles all around as I grab a sapling with one hand and J.C.'s hand with the other. Thanks, I say quickly to my canoe mate. Then I survey the area for a place to hunker down to ride out the storm. No problem, big man. He pushes his soaked shaggy brown hair away from his eyes. Standing next to the elf-like point guard, my six-and-a-half-foot power forward frame towers over my teammate. The girls wisely avoid the tall canopy trees in the forest to crouch below a cluster of understory. Meanwhile, Will and Nate show complete disregard for good sense. They strip off their t-shirts and stand out in the pouring rain, pretending to take a shower. Heading over to the girls, J.C. and I get underneath the same red bud tree and sit in silence while the rain soaks us through to the skin. The water runs in sheets off my hat and drips in front of my eyes in a constant trickle. This is miserable, Haley whines as she sits next to me with her head tucked between her knees. Her chin rests on her backpack as she stares petulantly at her muddy hands. I wrap an arm around her, and she leans into my chest. She scrubs away at the dirt from the climb. Once she's washed off her manicured fingernails, she brings her hands up to her ears and flinches every time the thunder rumbles. I get the feeling she probably hides in her basement whenever a thunderstorm passes over our hometown. Can we set up a tent or something? Haley whimpers. My hat does little to cover us, so water continues to stream down her face and drip from her nose. It looks a lot like a fountain of tears to me. We better not, I reply, practically shouting to be heard over the downpour. The wind will rip it to shreds, and I don't like the idea of waving around lightning rods right now either. I could get out a tarp, but the wind gusts are so strong we probably couldn't even hold it over our heads. Oh, she replies, her big brown doe eyes dull with disappointment. It's not that bad. I squeeze her a little tighter. It's not something I'd want to get stuck in every day, but it's kind of cool to experience a good storm. Yeah, I think it's cool too, J.C. says. In more ways than one, Katie adds sarcastically. The wind and cold rain have brought a definite chill to the once sizzling summer day. I find myself almost enjoying the deluge, but not nearly as much as Will and Nate. They continue to clown around while the rest of us cower under a tree. The brothers are apparently done showering. 
Now they take turns sliding on the wet leaves like base runners trying to steal second. If it weren't for the lightning strikes and a wet girlfriend clinging to my arm, I'd be tempted to join them. JC and I share a look when Will slides past, this time on his stomach. The guys are entertaining at times, but I have to wonder about their sanity. We'll be lucky if someone doesn't get hurt on this trip. The storm continues unabated for what seems like hours, especially since we have nothing to do but shiver in soaking clothes. At least, I assume it's trembling from the cold. Haley feels tense, even after the thunder moves on. Her body's tight and shaking in my arms. I glance at my watch every so often and feel thankful that I brought the one that's waterproof. Every time the storm just about eases up, the rain pours down again in sheets that obscure our vision. At times, I can't even see the brothers goofing around. The sound of the downpour is so loud, we can't hear them shouting like fools. After the extended drought, a good shower is a welcome occurrence. However, such a huge amount of water over such a long period of time may turn out to be more curse than blessing. My thoughts turn to the canoes below in the river, and a vision of rising water and raging current pushes aside the peaceful thoughts. A burst of panic overtakes me. We'll be in serious trouble if they're swept away.